Good evening and welcome into the Fumbling Punter Podcast. I am your host, Devin Keeney. So I apologize for not being able to put out a podcast yesterday or earlier today. Life kind of got in the way of that. And it's kind of been a little bit of the struggle with getting a guest lined up right now. Uh, my work schedules have been so busy here lately that it's hard to ask a guest to come on between the hours of like 3 and 10 o'clock. <laughs> so hopefully moving forward, I am able to put a little bit more effort into that, get some good guests lined up, and you know put out some really good content for you guys. So starting off the podcast tonight, uh, the Cardinals are well on their way to a 2-6 and six record. Uh, they're worse since 2011. And so help me God, if I see one more, the Cardinals started at a 2-6 in 2011 tweet, followed by positivity, I'm going to lose my mind. So I got to give credit to two birds and a bat, uh, the Twitter account that was the only other person outside of me that I saw say anything about, oh, hey, by the way, this team, unlike the 2011 team, doesn't have the best hitter in the world batting third or Chris Carpenter. And I'll add into that uh, Tony La Russa. You know, there's a big difference in managers and also on the rough Cardinals start this year. Uh, Lucas Jones, you know, our great co-host and good friend and also our lead baseball analyst, as he is known around these parts, texted me that we need to have an emergency podcast about how bad the Cardinals are. So win, lose, rain, or shine tomorrow. Maybe look forward to that one. Hopefully on Thursday or Friday, Lucas and I are going to get into that, kind of talk about how the start of baseball is going. Uh, hopefully we'll get some good hockey guests lined up because it is Stanley Cup playoff time. And that is the big topic for discussion tonight. The Stanley Cup playoffs start tomorrow night. And if you're just a casual hockey fan, this is the time to pick it up. Because playoff hockey is so much fun. Uh, I really first started watching hockey during one of the Blues Blackhawks series about four years ago. And the Blues have broke my heart every year since. But it's it's just fun hockey. A lot of up and down. A uh, lot of action. Uh, regular season hockey is fun, but playoff hockey just brings it to a whole different level. And kind of some notes. So basically, I want to do this uh, Stanley Cup playoff preview for if you're a hockey expert or you're very much a novice and don't know much about hockey. If you listen to this podcast and you've never watched hockey before in your life, you can you should be able to carry on a conversation with someone at work who may be a big hockey fan. Maybe your boss is a hockey fan, and the Fumbling Punters just trying to help you get in your boss's good graces. So you're welcome in advance. <laughs> but so the first big note of the playoffs is the Canadian teams. Last year, Canada sent zero teams to the Stanley Cup playoffs, and people were really concerned with how that would affect the NHL playoff ratings, but this year, there are five Canadian teams, none of who I think will make it to the Cup Finals or win a Stanley Cup, but I'm sure that NHL execs and network executives everywhere are super jacked to see the Canadian teams make it this year. So I'm going to start off with the Eastern Conference, work my way to the West, and finish up with the Blues wild matchup that I'm sure most of you award-winning listeners are really looking forward to hear. Like I said, just consider this kind of your cliff notes, uh, 
Wikipedia version of the uh, playoff preview. You know, I'm sure there are way better hockey minds out there than me. So I'm going to kind of give you the cliff notes. The uh, you know, you don't want to read a book, so you go onto Wikipedia, or you see 30 second clip of something on the news. You go to Wikipedia. I do. So consider this your Wikipedia version of the Stanley Cup playoffs. So first matchup in the Eastern Conference that I'm going to touch on is the Boston Bruins and the Ottawa Senators. Ottawa has a good group of skaters led by Eric Carlson, who is great. But I like uh, Zidane Chara, David Backus, and the Boston Bruins in this series. Now, this series does give us a chance to see the young, the, the highly touted young Charlie McAvoy will make his NHL debut in the Cup playoffs. Kind of a big deal. Uh, don't see that a whole very very often, but McAvoy is going to make his debut. And uh, another fun thing for anybody who isn't maybe a diehard hockey fan, watch any or YouTube any Zdeno Chara fights. This guy is like a monster on ice skates. He's like six foot eight, and he just crushes people. I believe I've heard the term used of ragdoll. He ragdolls people, just basically beats them like they're a ragdoll, because he is freaking huge, incredibly talented, and of course, my you know, one of my favorites, David Backus, is now Boston Bruin, and so I'm taking Boston four two in this series. So the next matchup is the Montreal Canadiens and the New York Rangers. Now, these are two teams with great goalies, uh, Carey Price and Henrik Lundqvist, King Henry as they like to call him. And these are basically two goalies that are capable of winning an entire series on their on their lonesome. They both have the talent that, you know, if they get hot, they can take a team all the way to the cup finals. Uh, the Canadians have some real assholes on their team. No better way to put that with uh, Steve, Hott and, Steve Ott and Shaw. Ott, formerly of the Red Wings and St. Louis Blues, and Shaw, formerly of the Blackhawks, really hated that guy when he was a member of the Blackhawks. And I'm sure that everyone who played the Blues also hated Steve Ott because basically these two guys just want to rip your head off. And uh, so (laughs) all that being said, give me King Henry and the Rangers in the series 4-3. to Uh, heard a really good thing on Spittin' Chicklets, a great hockey podcast. If you really want to kind of hear way better hockey minds talk hockey, uh, there's a former NHL player, Ryan Whitney, and a really good guy, uh, Rear Admiral, on Barstool Sports. They have Spittin' Chicklets podcast. Really enjoy those guys. Had a good Twitter interaction with Rear Admiral. And uh, th- those guys know their hockey. And, uh, I was listening to their podcast, and the guest they had on was talking about how Henrik Lundqvist has not been the same since like the middle of last season, that he's kind of getting older. So I'm going to take him for uh, one more run, although Carey Price is always great, and there's just shit in front of him. So give me the Rangers 4-3 in that series. Now, the Metropolitan Division in hockey was just absolutely stacked this year. Had the uh, Washington Capitals, who got the President's Trophy for most points, basically best regular season team, as to, you know, the Wikipedia term. (laughs) And they are playing the Toronto Maple Leafs. Big, big deal for Toronto, big hockey town, as I'm sure most of you can figure out. 
But they haven't been in the playoffs the last few years, kind of been a perennial lottery team, and then they finally really hit with uh, Austin Matthews. He's a rookie that scored 40 goals this year. He is phenomenal. Uh, First-generation hockey player from the Phoenix area. Not something you see a lot of, but this kid is incredibly talented. And him and a bunch of other young players have led this Leafs teams to the playoffs. But they are playing the best regular season team in hockey, the Washington Capitals. So Cliff Notes version, the Capitals are essentially the Blues of the East. They have a lot of really good regular seasons, and then they shit the bed in the playoffs and have no Stanley Cups to show for it. So that is kind of, and you know, they are led by Alex the Great, uh, Alexander Ovechkin, who is one hell of a hockey player. And then they also have former Blues greats, Olympic hero uh, TJ Oshie, and Kevin Shattenkirk, who they recently acquired from the Blues. Uh, Brandon Holtby is their goalie, and you don't hear a lot about him, but he has been phenomenal. Won 40 games each of the last two seasons. He is, I mean, he's really good, and nobody kind of talks about him because of all the great people in front of him. So, in this series, you know, I'm going to be rooting for the Caps a little bit, because if the Caps make the Eastern Conference Finals, the Blues get their second round pick. So, (laughs) give me the Caps 4-1 in that case. I think that Toronto has some good young hockey players and they have some good years ahead of them. But for right now, definitely give me the Washington Capitals. Now the final matchup of the East is the Columbus Blue Jackets and the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, Pittsburgh's a little banged up and Columbus has had a really good year. More in playoff team the last couple of years. But, uh, you know, Columbus used that great year to get a matchup with the Pittsburgh Penguins. And as we like to say on this show, for you football guys out there, we never bet against Terrific Tom. I'm going to say I'm also never going to bet against Sid the Kid. He's won a couple of cups, you know, been really good. Maybe not Gretzky great, you know, kind of what people were expecting from him when he got drafted. But he's still really good, and there's a couple of other pretty good guys on that team in Kessel and Malkin as well. So give me the Penguins What do I have wrote down here? Give me the Penguins in seven. I think the Blue Jackets are going to give them all that they want in that first-round matchup. Now what you've all been waiting for, the Western Conference preview. So the first matchup here is the Anaheim Ducks against the Calgary Flames. Now there's a lot of kind of storylines on the Flames that kind of tie into the St. Louis Blues. They have former Blues goalie uh, Brian Moose Elliott who can carry a team a la Henry Lundquist or Carey Price, a couple of guys I mentioned earlier in the podcast. And another Blues connection is Troy Brower, who was on the team last year as well. And then my favorite, Matthew Kachuk, son of former Blue Keith Kachuk, who uh, Matthew is 19, a first-round draft pick, St. Louis native, and the kid loves to fight and throw bows. Uh, he did have a nasty, nasty elbow on uh, uh, the guy from the Kings, uh, Daughtry, uh, a couple of weeks ago. And he got a one-game suspension over that, and then he came out and fought somebody in the next game. Kachuk likes to fight, and I like the kid. I uh, He's only 19, so I hope he ends up a blue later on in his career. That would kind of be awesome. Ducks have had a great year, but I'm taking the Flames uh, 4-3 in this series. 
Moving on to the Edmonton Oilers and San Jose Sharks first round matchup. The Sharks are led by a group of older players, you know, in Burns and uh, Pavelski and ah, Joe Thornton as well. I'm sorry, I forgot, almost forgot Joe Thornton. They have a really good group, but there's kind of been some fatigue set in. A lot of better hockey minds than me have been talking about the fatigue. They went to the cup finals last year and they led the Pacific division for most of the season and kind of tailed off towards the end. Never a, a way you want to go into the playoffs. And there's a little turmoil there. And on the other side, I, if you guys follow my Twitter account at the fumbling punter, I've been talking about Connor McDavid a lot. This kid is phenomenal. Scored a hundred points. This is a second season he could win the Hart Trophy, uh, most valuable player, in just his second season. He is a he is phenomenal. He's the next line of you know Gretzky, Lemieux, Crosby. I mean, this kid is it. He is so much fun to watch. He's so fast on his skates. Uh, if you get a chance to catch a game in this series, I highly recommend it and watch for number ninety-seven. They do lack a little bit on defense, but. Uh, like all of Canada, the NBC executives and everyone in the NHL front office, I am rooting for a battle of Alberta in the second round between the Flames and the Oilers. So give me Edmonton in this one for games to three. Moving on, the next matchup is those dreaded, dreaded Chicago Blackhawks and the Nashville Predators. Now, as much as I'd love to see the Blackhawks go down, I I don't know if Nashville has the firepower to take down uh, Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taves, Duncan Keith, uh, Corey Crawford, and Nett. I uh, Panarin, you know, Van Riemsdyk. They just they just have too much. Uh, you know, they're blessed with more riches than most teams ever are. It makes me sick to think that uh, Patrick Taves could or I'm sorry, Patrick Taves, that Jonathan Taves could have been a St. Louis Blue for all these years. But I don't think that the Nashville Predators will be an easy out. They uh, they come in, they play hard. They've got some good defensemen. Uh, so I think that they, they could take this series all the way to seven games, and that's what I'm going to call it. Give me the Blackhawks four games to three. Now, finally, the St. Louis Blues and Minnesota Wild matchup that I'm sure most of you all have been listening for. So there's, of course, the headline of Mike Yo, who was fired by the Minnesota Wild before he came to St. Louis and was a coach in waiting under Hitchcock, and now he is the head coach of the St. Louis Blues, and that series kicks off tomorrow night in Minnesota. So the Blues finished the season really strong uh, after that few weeks scare that you know maybe this team wasn't going to make the playoffs the playoff streak was going to be over and I was worried I didn't know if they had it in them I mean I, they hadn't looked cohesive all year they were nothing if not inconsistent and then they played some good hockey against some bad teams down the stretch and climbed all the way into the third playoff spot so you know that's how you want to enter the playoffs you don't want to back in you want to play your best hockey at the end of the year and kind of hope that that momentum carries over. Now, there are a, a bunch of storylines for the Blues moving in to this series. Uh, whether or not Paul Stastny is going to be healthy enough to play is probably the biggest one to me. 
Uh, how long will Mike Yo keep Yori Laterra on the bench? Hopefully for the remainder of the playoffs. I like to call the last game of the year the Yori Showcase, hoping that the Las Vegas Golden Knights will take him. If you're a Golden Knights general manager for some reason and reason listening to this podcast, Yori is great. Please don't take him. We love him in St. Louis. He's so, so valuable, and you know, you'd know you get a real good deal on him. So hopefully I did a good job selling that for the uh, Golden Knights GM that is not listening to this. So, you know, moving forward, uh, Saboka is back. He got the one star in the final game of the season after scoring the goal. But the the real thing is the Blues need Paul Stastny back at some point if they're going to make any kind of a deep playoff run. Also, they'll need Jake Allen and Hutton to play really well throughout the playoffs. That's kind of it's kind of been their mo. They have to play good defense. You know that's where it all starts with the Blues, and that didn't change with their coach. Uh, they were at their best under Ken Hitchcock when they were playing good defense, and they've been their best under Mike Yo when they've played good defense. So expect a lot of minutes from Alex Petrangelo, Jay Bomeister, Colton Pareko, and. Joel Edmondson moving forward because once you get in the playoffs, you kind of rely pretty heavily on your best defenseman. Uh, Now, this is kind of like my dream lineups for the Blues in the playoffs. If they can get this lineup uh, in or these lines in every night, I think they'll be well. The first line of Vladimir Tarasenko, Paul Statsny, and Jaden Schwartz. Second line of Alexander Steen, Patrick Berglund, and Frenchie. David Perron. Third line, Vladimir Sobotka, uh, Ivan Barbashev, who has played terrific hockey since getting called up this year, and Zach Sanford. Then the fourth line, who I've loved all year, who at times has been the best Blues line all year. They won the Panger Award uh, of Ryan Reeves, Scotty Upshaw, and Kyle Brodziak. I am hopeful. I did have a dream a couple of nights ago that the Blues won the Stanley Cup, and I... Woke up saying no effing way that is real. <laughs> but, you know, hopefully I, I improved right via my dreams and the Blues will hoist the Stanley Cup. So I'm taking the Blues 4-2 over the Wild. Maybe I'm a little too optimistic, but why not? I mean, you're going to get let down at some point. Why not start with your hopes high? So uh, then I'm going to give you guys my Stanley Cup Finals predictions. And I have two because I have one with my heart and then I have one with my mind. Because I can't just make one and not be hopeful. So my the I'll, I'll give you guys the ones with my mind first. Like my actual like comprehensive thought what I think will happen. Uh, I'm going to take the Pittsburgh Penguins over the Chicago Blackhawks in the Stanley Cup Finals. Now, in my heart, what I'm really hoping, and what I'm sure a lot of people are hoping, the Blues over the Capitals. Two teams, never won a cup. Two teams, all sorts of playoff struggles. This would be like the Cubs and Indians playing in the World Series last year. Just give it to us. The people want it. The fans want it. Give me the Blues over the Capitals. Oh, what a glorious Stanley Cup Final that would be. So hopefully I left you guys with enough uh, water cooler talk, a little uh, Cliff Notes version of the Stanley Cup playoffs that you're able to kind of understand what in the hell's going on if you don't watch hockey. If you do watch hockey, hopefully I didn't prove myself to be a total ass and you guys were able to get something from this because, you know, 
maybe even if you only watch one team every now and then, maybe watching or maybe listening to this podcast got you a little bit up to speed on the rest of the league and what to expect from the playoffs this year. So that is all I have for the Stanley Cup playoffs. Thank you guys for listening, and hopefully later this week we can get Lucas back on here, and then maybe we can line up another guest. Who knows? For the Fumbling Punter, I'm Devin Keeney. Have a good week, guys.